0: Turn your Bibles to Romans 5. Are you ready to receive tonight? I've had this with me, and I know that I'm just going to touch the tip of it. I've had it for a little while studying our spiritual identity, which I believe that since it is the first thing the devil messes with in, in, in humanity, in the lives of Adam and Eve, Um, that's his tactic to keep people from finding out who they are in Christ. Because once you know who you are in Christ, it's over. It is done. It's over. And so if he can keep you in the realm of, in the arena of doubt, unbelief, wondering, am I really this? Am I really that? You know, he can defeat you. But once you know that you know that you know that who you are in Christ, that your identity is in him first, not in what you do, not in your profession, but first and foremost, it's in him. Amen. And the Bible shows us. But I want to begin by reading Romans 5, I think it is, 517 When you find it, say amen. Amen. That was fast. Wait for me now. (laughs) It says right here, glory to God. Let's see here. No, I'm not going to go there first. Yes, I am. It says, for the sin of this one man, for the sin of this one man, I'm in the NLT, sorry, Jared. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive receive it, how many of you have received his wonderful grace and his, his gift of righteousness? If you are born again, that's you. Amen. If you received him as Lord and Savior, that's you. For all who receive it will live in triumph will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. So for the believer, or the order of life of the believer, is to live in triumph, is to live in victory, is to walk in dominion, is to rule and reign in this life as kings and priests that's walking in dominion i want you to put it in the new king james for if by the one man's uh, offense death reigned through the one much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign will reign not might, not will reign. In life. Say in life. Say in this life. Through the one, Jesus Christ. So we as believers are called to rule, to reign, to have dominion over sin and over death we are to walk in this life as children of the most high God and you it's not until you see yourself and in that place in Christ that you're going to begin to walk in it and operate in it turn to revelations 5 Revelations five, revelation, not revelations. I got in trouble, I'll never forget. Brother Tiff said it's revelation, not revelations. Yes, sir. (sighs) It says, verse nine, chapter five, verse nine, it says, and they sung a new song, saying, new King James, thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seal thereof for thou was slain and has redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and has made us unto our God through Christ Jesus by the blood of Jesus has made us unto our God kings and priests as we shall reign on the earth so it's not just when we come together in the new heavens and in the new earth that we're going to yes we are going to reign with Christ but God has called us and has created us to walk in dominion in this life as we read in Romans 5:17 and it is important that you know that and that you believe that amen the days of you getting tossed around by the enemy being harassed by the enemy him coming and stirring up stuff is over it's over because at one point you didn't know but now you know hallelujah and what you know is your strength what you know is the power of God that is at work in your life that is going to cause you to resist the devil and cause him to flee you see things problems uh uh, uh, trials will be there throughout life but you don't have to be defeated you don't have to be defeated but you must know your place say i must know my place because it's not until you know your place that you're going to be able to operate in that dominion amen turn to genesis Genesis, I believe, is 3, chapter 3. Or maybe it is Genesis 1, verse 26. Is it okay we read a little scripture? Hallelujah. If you're there, say amen. I'm in the new King James. I'm flipping over. It says, and God said... Let us make man in our image and in our likeness. Underline that, image and likeness. And let them have dominion. Under Circle dominion. Put a star, highlight it. Dominion, authority. Amen. Over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, created he him. Male and female, created he them. And God blessed them. And God blessed them. What is the blessing of God? It's the empowerment. See, people think, I'm blessed because I got this. I'm blessed because I got that. No, no. You're not blessed because you got something. You got something because you're blessed. Because the blessing of God is at work in your life. You see, if you consider yourself to be blessed just because you have things, so when those things, then then everybody in the world can say, I'm blessed. But that's not the, money is not the blessing that, money is cheap. I'm not knocking money. We need finances, and God wants us to have it because it takes finances, Amen? But that's not what the this blessing is talking about. This is talking about God breathing upon you his spirit. And because his spirit is on the inside of you, what works for the... M- your Father will work for you. You have the nature of God. So the blessing of God is the empowerment to prosper in every area of your life. That is why, because you understand, I am blessed. And I, and I want you to go about walking to claim that by yourself. I am blessed. And get everything that, the, that you've heard that makes you a blessing. Christ Jesus your redemption, your inheritance in Him makes you blessed, empowered to prosper, not empowered to fail. God said, Be blessed. He said, And God blessed them. What did that mean? He empowered them to prosper. Wherever we go, whatever we do, for the glory of God, for the will of God, we can't, we are not permitted to be stuck, we are not permitted to be defeated, we are not permitted to lack, when you are in the will of God doing, in, walking in obedience to, uh, to the Lord, that blessing becomes unstoppable in your life, the ble- God, you, you can't get stuck You cannot fail. You cannot finish last. You cannot be defeated. Whatever is working against you, the spirit of the Lord in you, the blessing of God will raise up a standard against every enemy that comes your way to try to defeat you. You see, I'm not blessed because I have this and that. I'm blessed because the Spirit of God. I'm a I'm a daughter of the Most High God, and now there's going to be fruit to that. There's going to be fruit of prospering. You know, uh, God will bless the work of your hand. Se va a notar. You're going to be able to tell. Amen. There's going to be fruit that you are blessed, and there should be, and you should look for fruit. I love Pastor Ronnie says, I look for fruit in everything. I look for fruit in everything. In my life, in my wife's life, in my children's life, in the ministry, in the lives of the people, I look for fruit. And we should. Start with our own selves. What fruit am I bearing? If the blessing of God is working in my life, if I've been blessed. You see, yeah, we know that Adam failed. He, you know him, Adam and Eve, sinned, they failed. the devil came and talked to them, and they, you know, they, they listened, and, 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 you know, by, because of sin, death reigned over everybody, because of one man's transgressions, death reigned in this world, but thank God, God had a plan. That's to redeem us, to set us free to break the power of sin over our lives and to put us right back into that place of his blessing, of being empowered to prosper in every area of our lives, spirit, soul, and body. Right back to where God said, be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be empowered to prosper. You are a child of God. You've been redeemed For victory. For breakthroughs. You've not been redeemed for failures. It was okay. BC. But now that you are in Christ. I. That'll do. I feel like. He said. And God blessed them. What, what empower to prosper in every area of your life when you need it at the time that you need it he, what does you need healing you're blessed the blessing is at work in your life be empowered to prosper receive your healing in Jesus mighty name whatever area it's not in, it's not just for one area whatever area in your body in your mind in your spirit wherever in every area You're not. You're not allowed to be stuck. What do you mean, Pastor Sandy? Well, uh, we're not allowed to be in a place of like I just. There's no. There's no advancement. There's no stagnant. There's no. There's nothing. There's no. I feel stuck. Well, get out of there. You're blessed. Who has you stuck? Your own thinking. You know, Bishop Erebo says, every man's mountain is their own ignorance. That means that a mountain is only what you perceive it to be. It doesn't even have to be a mountain when you know that you know that you know who you are, what you carry, and that you can command every mountain to move and it shall obey you. Ooh. He said, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful. Be fruitful and multiply everything that is of God multiplies it's not permitted to stay the same it's okay to start small but we're not permitted to start small so if you come here and you tell me you know I used to go to a big church but now I come here because it's smaller I said well don't get used to it because it's not staying small That's not the reason why you should be here because it's it's not gonna stay. This is as small as you're gonna see it. We're not gonna stay small. Amen. So that's don't that's not. Let me just make it clear to you: if you don't like big things, if you don't like increase, this is not the place for you. I mean, I didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? But I made it clear. Let me just warn you: we're growing, and we're gonna continue to grow. We're gonna we're not we're gonna continue to grow. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Everything in your life should increase. Everything in your life should increase. Hallelujah. Everything in your life should increase. Everything. Everything is a seed, and seed has the power to, to grow, to increase. Amen. The peace in your life, the joy in your life, the wisdom in your life, everything. Through the precise knowledge of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You can it, it, it stay at whatever level you want. You can and you it's okay. but you can understand everything you read in the word of the Lord and God's hand was upon it increased. Amen. Glory to God. And who gets glorified? The Lord. He gets glorified. And replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And then here we go. Go to chapter 3. This was at the fall of men. Now the serpent, verse one, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, had God said Well go to verse two sixteen. Go to verse sixteen. Fifteen. Is this okay? Two fifteen, and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Praise the Lord. And the Lord God commandeth the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayst freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou shalt eatest, thereof thou shalt surely die. You see, the Lord had already t- told them that and blessed them that they were created in the image and in the likeness of them. Who was them? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so he had already uh, uh, gave them their identity. He had already told them, you're like, you're like us. Amen and gave him authority, gave him dominion, and then gave him instructions. You can eat. He commanded them, saying, out of every tree in the garden, you may eat freely. But of the tree of knowledge, of good and evil, you shall not eat it. For in the day that you eat is thereof, thou shalt surely die. And in chapter 3, it says, now the serpent was more subtle. In verse 1, than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yeah, had God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? He said, yeah, had God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So the first thing he did was contradict what God had already spoken and you know what? The enemy is not a creator. He is a created being. So that that means nothing he does is new under the sun. Everything, tactic of the enemy is old news. He uses the same tactics. And the Bible says that we are not ignorant. And you shouldn't be ignorant of how the enemy works. Are you with me? And so he contradicted what God had already spoken and listen to to the woman she said and the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God said God had said ye shall not eat of it so she quoted God she knew what God had said she quoted it neither neither shall ye touch it lest ye die and the serpent said unto the woman you shall not surely die (laughs) thank you like it makes me like because he does he does that still come on this is not bad just do it one more time Just answer that call one more time. Just click on that button one more time. You know, just one more time. Nothing's going to happen to you. That's how he talks. And then, if you sit there long enough, at first you're going to recognize, oh, that's the devil. I know what God said. But if you sit your butt there long enough and keep listening to the devil, before you know it, you too are gonna to be convinced of that lie. That's why the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. To resist him is, come here, babe. I know we've done this before. Resist me. I know it's hard, but just kidding. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my hand in your chest. <laughs> I'm gonna try to push you but you I'm gonna I'm resist you uh, 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 get away get away get away wait okay I know he's trying to be nice resist him Res- when you resist him, something you come against something is that right when you resist him you come you come against something and it the bible says he will flee from you not might I don't care what he says I don't care how stubborn the situation seems. You command it in the name of Jesus. You got to go. In Jesus' name, I rebuke you. Get out of my face. Get out of my life. That's not who I am. In Jesus' name, go. And it has to go. You know what, you know what tone of voice the devil recognizes? Authority. Amen. And authority comes as a result of knowing the word of God. You can't fake it. Ask the sons of Skiva. You got to know, and that knowing gives you an authority to resist the devil, and he will free. Anything tries to come upon you, no, you don't in Jesus' mighty name. I'm washed in the blood from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I am healed in Jesus' name. I don't care what the doctor said, I don't care what my tia said, I don't care what happened to my mom and my dad, it ain't happening to me. I am blessed and I am healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then, you shall not surely die. For God does know that in the day you eat there, then he started quoting God. Right? So you... People say, I know the word. It don't mean, no, it don't do nothing if you're not acting on the word. That's no power in it until you, it, faith, until you know, faith cometh by hearing, but it works by doing. For God does know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open and ye shall be as gods. They were already as gods, they were already little G's. Because they were not big G's. There's only one big G. That's God Almighty. The mightiest of the mightiest. The great I am. Amen. But if you're a son of God, you're, you're little G's. Amen. You are born of God. They were already like God. Let us make men in our image and in our likeness. They were already like God. I want you to say that they were already like God. I want you to say I have the nature of my father in me. So whatever the devil comes to tell you, if it's not in the nature of God, it can be in you. It's a lie. And you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And the rest, you know what happened. So it's important. The same thing the enemy started with is the same thing he's doing now if he can just keep people from knowing who they are in Christ because once you know it's over he can defeat you it doesn't matter you're going to be like the apostle I can't help but tell and testify about the things that I heard and seen amen hallelujah you're going to be like the apostle Paul I am convinced You come too late, devil, to try to convince me otherwise. I'm already convinced. So understanding your identity in Christ has been a major challenge among believers. But that's not going to be your portion. Not knowing who you are, not knowing what you carry, will not be said of you. You know who you are, and you're growing in who you are in Christ Jesus. And there's always more. Amen. We never stop growing. We never stop growing in, 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 in who we are and what God has for us. But unless you know who you are, then you're going to find yourself tripping. Say no more tripping. You used to trip a lot. But when you realize who you are in Christ, you stop tripping. I don't like that mentality. Oh, you know, we just, we just, you know, we just like, we just men, we are just women. You know, we just, we just, you know, we just, we're just sinners, huh? You're not just mere men. You're not just mere. You're a child of the Most High God. People like to make excuses of why they fell. Or always going through the same thing. Get in you. Who you are in Christ Jesus. And stop tripping. The last thing you went through could be the last thing you ever go through in the name of Jesus. If you only determine to get this on the inside of you. Amen. That's why the devil messes with people. Because they lack understanding of what Christ Jesus has done for them. Has paid for them in their redemption. And turn to Psalms. Or can you put Psalms 107? Psalms 107. Wait, do you have the passion? Or oh, you do? I, I like it in the passion. Let me find it here. I have it written down for a reason. And I'm sure it's going to be really good. Psalms 107, and this is, there's a lot in this, but I'm going to give you as far as I know to do so, and then we'll continue. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. It says, Psalms 107, verse 1. Aren't you glad that the Lord has redeemed you, that word redemption, he has bought you back with the blood of Jesus, he has broken the power of sin over your life, he has translated you from darkness to light, hallelujah, glory to God, praise the name of the Lord, he's made you a new creation, all things new, say I have been redeemed, For victory, for breakthroughs, and for the supernatural. Never for frustrations. Be done with that. In verse 1, it says, let everyone give all their praise and thanks to the Lord. Here's why. He's better than anyone could ever imagine. Yes, he's always loving and kind and his faithful love never ends so go ahead let everyone know it tell the world how he broke through and delivered you delivered you from the power of darkness i mean it, you're not in that arena anymore the arena of darkness where confusion uncertainty doubt fear you're not you don't belong in that you know Kenneth Hagin said this and it really stuck with me he says if you if you keep if you stay if if the devil can keep you in the arena of doubt he'll always defeat you but if you keep him in the arena of faith you would always defeat him what is the arena of faith it's the bible it's your place in Christ hallelujah So go ahead, let everyone know it. Tell the world how he broke through and delivered you from the power of darkness and has gathered us together from all over the world. He has set us free to be his very own. Hallelujah. Say, he set me free. Say, he broke me out of darkness. And he set me free to be his own. Say, I am his. He is mine. I am his. his. He is mine. mine. I am his. I am his. I am his. his. He is mine. mine. When you understand I am his, I belong to him, then you'll put faith in the power of the Father to protect you, to provide, to come through every time like a loving Father that He is. Because I am His. And he is mine. He set us free to be his very own. You know when it's tough? When you, try, when you don't know that. You think you're your own. You think you're by yourself. You're not. You are his. He broke us free. Set us free to be his very own. He said some of us wandered in the wilderness like desert nomads. What does that mean? Did I even say it right? Basically what? Wonders lost. With no true direction or dwelling place. Isn't that the truth? Starving, thirsting, staggering. We became desperate and filled with despair. Then we cried out, Lord, help us. Rescue us. And he did. He did. Did he or did he not? Did he or did he did he or did he or did he not? Ah, thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, we hear this a lot, Hosea 4, six. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Gee, and, and, you know, the, the, the powerful uh, 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 um, thing, truth about this scripture is that he said, my people. Not the world. My people are destroyed. One translation says, because they don't know me. And yeah, at that time, he was blaming the priest. But that's not happening here. If you're, stay ignorant. Don't blame us. (laughs) With the Lord's help, we'll do our best to deliver the word that he's entrusted us with for you but the 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 the, the knowing the, the the desire you see the desire my people are destroyed because they don't know me so if the, if it, the key is knowing him knowing him i mean the apostle paul said that i may know him you that doesn't come automatic if, if your only place of knowing about him, if your only place of knowing him is in the church, you most likely just know about him. Because it's not until you start seeking him on your own that you come to know him for yourself. And that makes the difference. That's why it's so important. If you say, Father, if the key is that the more I know you, the more you know I, I, I the more i know that the, the more i know you the more empowered i've become the more protected i am that i'm i want to know you How, it should be in us and anyways you know because he puts his spirit on the inside of us that christ abba father and so there's a cry, there should be a cry in us and a hunger and a thirst that always desires the presence of god that desires the word of the Lord, that desires to worship him, to praise him. There, there should, it should be in us because the spirit of God is in us to always want more of him. Amen. Can I get a witness? To seek him. To know him. How do you know who you are when you know who he is? Because everything that we are, we are in Christ. Christ. So in him, I'm in him. So what Jesus said, as, I, as Jesus, the Bible says, as he is, so are we. But how do you know who you are if you don't know who he is? You got to see yourself in the life of Jesus. And as you do, you're gonna, your confidence is going to grow. Your faith is going to grow. And you're, you're, you know, insecurity is it's worse than the coronavirus. I'm serious the coronavirus don't have nothing on the insecurity that people walk in and insecureness is ugly insecure not being secure I don't know who I am I mean I know the father I love God and I know his word but but I feel I feel get secure in him Press in for the revelation until you know that you know. I don't care how I feel. Slap yourself. Oh, you don't think I've done that? I start feeling like, what? what? Where's that coming from? In the name of Jesus. I don't like that feeling. The moment you start feeling insecurity, you better reject it in Jesus' name. Somebody put something. I think it was um I think it was um, um um I forgot who it was. Pastor Mark Somebody help me. Mark Yes. He said uh if the devil can No. The moment you feel mistreated, that's the moment the enemy begins to work in your life. That's deep. And when you start feeling anything apart from the word of God, it'll be a tactic of the enemy to get your focus off what God said and to get you emotionally unstable so that you can't function and operate in, in, sec- in your security in Christ Jesus. So you have to resist him in every area, in your mind, in, in every area of your life that comes against of what you should look like. You know, the, the, the word of God is like a mirror, and it shows us who we are, and you got to get a picture of yourself in the word of the Lord, are you with me? You gotta get get a picture of yourself, uh, of, of, uh, from the word of the Lord, of what God says about you, of who you are, what you should look like, what should you expect, the fruit that you should ex- you know are expected to bear. What is 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 uh, what should be and should not be in our lives? That the word of God shows us. And then when you begin to find out, nothing less. Nothing more than what God has said in his word. Amen. Why? Because you got a picture of what my life is supposed to look like. I'm not supposed to look. And I'm not saying just have a look. But whatever it is, if it's happening in my life and if it's not in line with God's word, it's not permitted to stay. But that's not up to God. That's up to me. He's given us the authority to come against Everything, including funky feelings. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I can't be anything but joyful. You heard my tes- testimony. I, I, I got this in me, and I, I can't let myself be depressed. I'm not permitted to be depressed. I'm not permitted to feel sorry for myself. I'm not permitted to, you know, to expect uh, sympathy all the time. I'm not looking for that. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'd rather help somebody. Amen. Because I got it. And it it didn't just, it, it came to me by revelation and then I, after the revelation comes upon your life, you got to practice it. You got to exercise it. I feel sad. So what do you do? James says, are you going through hardships? Pray. Are you happy? Sing. So if I'm going through something, I'm not denying what I'm going through, but I'm going to do what the word of God says, and I'm going to pray, and I'm going to pray until I get the victory, and I'm going to get the victory right when I pray. And then I'm going to make myself rejoice by faith. (laughs) Praise the Lord. (laughs) Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Do I feel like laughing? Maybe not, but who cares? I used to be run by my emotions, and it used to get me in trouble. Now God has given us emotions, but good emotions. Good emotions, not emotions that are gonna cost you to go left field. Good emotions. So I'm like, praise the Lord, I got the victory. Do a little dance in my living room, run around my the kitchen, you know, just a little bit. Woo! Hallelujah, Amen. glory to God. Thank you, G. Go in every room. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God, I tell the cat, thank you, Jesus, we got that. Glory to God, we got the victory. <sighs> Hallelujah, I'm not alone, I'm not by myself. The devil's a liar. I'm not defeated, that's a lie. I'm not, we've not been redeemed and set free. The beautiful scripture that we just read out of the word of the Lord. To be defeated and to be frustrated. I'm not, I'm not, I, yeah, you, 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 if you feel a certain way, okay, don't park there. Joseph didn't park in the pit, he didn't start hanging up frames and putting a little chair and a table. Don't park there. Get on up out of there, quick. Can you imagine you miss everything else that is ahead of you? There is so much that is ahead of you. But getting there is not just all up to the Lord. And who do you think doesn't want you to get there? But what does that got to do when you know who you are? What does that got to do when you know who you are in Christ Jesus? Hallelujah. So you must know. You must know. That's why I love that song, I know who God, I am who God says I am, however that goes. Praise the name of the Lord. We understand, as the Bible says, believers are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That's not your portion. Amen. And this is people's inability to see who they are according to their scriptures. This lack of knowledge is people's inability, not being able to see. Say see. See. You got to see what God is telling you. You got to get a picture, amen. You got to get a glimpse of yourself in the light of God's word. Hallelujah. So a revelation, a, a, a reality of your spiritual identity will be your greatest asset. Hear me out. A revelation of your spiritual identity, who you are in Christ, will be your greatest asset in your life, in all that God has for you. In that, in that, in 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 the in in the in the life that God has orchestrated for you or predestined for you. A revelation, a reality, a knowing of your spiritual identity will become your greatest asset. Amen. For your journey in life, and knowing who you are will position you to be somebody that walks as the scripture has told us in Romans 5:17 and in Revelations, Revelation, that we are redeemed to rule and reign in this life in Christ Jesus. But I want you to know, even as I said this morning, if you're going to see the promises of God fulfilled in your life, it's not all up to God. He already set you up. Amen. I love something that Brother uh, John Osteen preached. If you can grab a hold of it, it's in YouTube. It's called Reigning in Life as Kings and Priests. And he's basically saying that we hold the reins to our destiny. We hold the reins to our destiny we God uh, has given us authority he's given us his word he's given us his holy spirit he's made a way already for us he's prepared a table in the presence of our enemies amen and we just have to take him at his word the bible says that we mark a straight path for our lives in our obedience to god As you obey the Lord in in every day, in every affair of life, you're never going to be found out here on the sideline. You're never going to be found in a place that you're not supposed to be. You're never going to catch yourself doing something you're not supposed to. Why? Because in your obedience to the word of God, you're marking a straight path for your life. And that's the path that we want. Is that the path that you want here tonight for your life? Hallelujah. So even Jesus it was written concerning him. In John 8:25 Then said they unto him Who are you? They always asked Jesus. He kept telling them, hey, "Who are you? Tell us who you are. If you're this, do this." But you know what I love what Jesus responded when they said, who are you? And Jesus said unto them, Even the same that I said unto you from the beginning. I am the same that I've said in the beginning. You should say that about yourself. Everything that Christ, you are in Christ, everything that God says you are, that's who you are now. That's who you're going to be tomorrow. That's who you're going to be in 2024, 2025. Uh, uh, you know for the rest of your days here on earth you will say of yourself what who God says you are you will say no matter the circumstance no matter what happens no matter what changes who you are in God doesn't change you're a son today you'll be a son tomorrow amen you're prospering today you'll prosper tomorrow as long as you stay in that place with God amen who are you? And Jesus said unto them, even the same that I said unto you since the beginning. They hated him for that. They wanted to kill him. They got, wanted to kill him. Oh, you're just this, you're just a mere human. And, you're, and, you're, and, you're, and you're, you're calling yourself a son of God? And Jesus said, isn't it written in your scriptures? Let's go there, John. Where is it at? Is it John? Is it John 5? No. What is it? Mark 10? That was way off. I didn't go to Bible school. Mark 10, where am I at, did somebody find it exactly? John 10. <laughs> Is that what I said at first? No, I said John 5. Okay. Praise the Lord. Let's pay Bible, whoever finds it first. <laughs> John 10, 22. Well, actually, uh, 31. It says, oh, no, 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 no. Let's, let's read, yeah, 25. <laughs> Jesus replied, this is where Jesus claimed to be the son of God. Jesus replied, I have already told you, and you don't believe me. The proof is the work I do in my father's name. But you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Always pray that. Lord, thank you. I, pray, I thank you that the voice of the good shepherd I hear and follow and not the voice of a stranger. After you get in the word, amen. Because you can't just pray that and not get in the word. You're going to hear the wrong voice. And then it says, I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me. For my father has given them to me, and he's more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the father's hand. The father and I are one. You hear that? The father and I are one. Once again, the people picked up stones to kill him. The devil hates. He never wants you to get to a place that you know That's why the Bible says, consider the rock from where you have been hewn or the ditch where you have been digged from. You are from him. Amen. You are of him. They picked up the stones to kill him. Jesus said, at my father's direction, I have done many good works. For which one are you going to stone me? (laughs) For which one? I love it. Jesus was in, mm, he he got gangster a little bit. He went to the temple, was angry at what they were doing in his, the, the Lord's house. Took time to make a whip out of cords, braided it. These people, who do they think they are? coming into my father's house and turning into a money changers and, that's why. And then just start flipping tables. (laughs) 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 For which one are you going to stone me? They replied, we're stoning you not for any good work, but for blasphemy. You are mere men claim to be God. You are a mere man. Claim to be God. Jesus replied, it is written in your own scriptures that God said to certain leaders of the people, I say you are gods. I say you are gods. And you know that the scripture cannot be altered. So if those people who receive God's message were called God's, why do you call it blasphemy when I say I am the son of God? After all, the father set me apart and sent me into the world. And then he said, don't believe me unless I carry out my father's work. But if I do his work, believe in the evidence of the miraculous works I have done. Even if you don't believe me, then you will know and understand that the father is in me and I am in the father. And then the father, I mean, the the Bible says once again, they tried to arrest him, but got away and left them. They try to arrest him. They try to stone him. They try to kill him because he was confessing. He was claiming who he was. I'm a son of God. Oh, the enemy don't want you to know that. He he doesn't want you to get that because once you know who your father is, I mean, once you get a revelation of who your heavenly father is, it'll become so real to you that who is protecting you, who is providing for you, who has, you know, uh, 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 defending you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the name of the Lord. Jesus understood his identity. And that is the reason why he operated the way he did. He knew. You must know. You must know. Amen. Our understanding of the worth of our destiny is the only way. Knowing who you are. Knowing who you are is the only way that you're not going to sell out to the things that God has for you. Are you with me? It's only through knowing who you are that you're going to know the worth of your destiny, of what awaits you. Jesus said, for the joy that was set before me, I I endured. For the joy that was set before me, he could see you and I. He could see, and the Bible says that he, went, you know, he went to the cross. He was knelt, you know, he was nailed to the cross. That he was able to endure shame, uh, uh, you know, all these things that were doing unto him. It, it, that was what he knew, and what he could see was more powerful and stronger than anything that was happening to him in that time. When you grab a picture. And when you know who you are and know the worth of your destiny, you're not going to sell yourself out. You're not going to sell yourself sell cheap. You're not going to uh, 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 look at in the life of Esau. He didn't know the worth of his destiny. And the Bible says that he was hungry and sold his birthright to his twin brother. And then after he realized it, he w- was, uh, you know, he he was upset and he was... He was, he was desperate, but he, it, it was done. It was done. He didn't know the worth of his destiny. He didn't know what was ahead. But you got to know. You know, it, 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 the Bible says, That when you're able to see those wonderful things that God has in store for you, that the mind can't even imagine, you can't even comprehend, but but it is by the Spirit that he reveals those things to you. You know that that puts a fire on the inside of you. When you get a glimpse of what God has for you, what he is doing, what awaits you, what is ahead of you, there's not going to be no quitting in you. There's not going to be no selling out for anything else. You're going to stick to the race. You're going to stick to the call of God. You're going to stick to the things that God has called you because you know, you could see, you have a glimpse of what is ahead. Anybody, anybody could see? Has and You know, I believe a lot of you are here not because things have been so easy. It's because you've gotten a glimpse of what is ahead of you and there is no quitting. There's no such thing as plan B. There's no such thing as, you know, I'm hungry. My flesh wants this, so I'm going to give up this. And no. When you know who you are, when you understand the worth of your destiny, that what God has for you is so much greater than where you're at now, is so much greater than the circumstance. It's so much greater and nothing in this earth is worth letting go of it. Nothing, is, uh, nothing in this world is worth selling out to for what God has in store for each and every one of his lovers. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right. That's why you got to continue to grow in him grow in him, grow spiritually, mature in the things of God, you know, go, go uh, 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 in, in, in your knowledge of, of who you are in him, and I'm going to share a few things, um, but this is so good, right? It's so good. Let me tell you a, 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 um, a story that Kenneth Kagan said, and it really like is simple, but I loved it. He said that a lion cub was captured a lion cub was captured and it grew amongst the sheep and then he said as a result it lost its identity as a lion it grew among the sheep a little baby and, and it grew with the sheep and as a result it lost its identity as a lion and then the story goes on and says that it ate with the sheep and it behaved and grew up like them. And as he said, every time they went into the stream to drink water, and they would look, and across the stream, there will be a lion or lions that would show up on the other side. The story says that each of the sheep, including the lion sheep, would like whoosh, take, off, take off, quick. The sheep and the lion sheep. They will go and drink at the brook, and then it says that they will look up and there will be lions on the other side, and they will get scared, and they would like take off running, including the lion sheep. But one day, one day, when the lion sheep saw its reflection, on the surface of the eater, drinking water, he saw his reflection. It dawned on it that it resembled the animal they usually ran away from That when they seen him. He realized, I look like them. I look like them. And when he seen himself he encountered a change within himself. And he was different. He said that the next time they went to the stream and saw a lion all the sheep immediately once again they're drinking they look up there's lions on the other side once again they take off running. But this time, the lion sheep didn't. It wagged its tail, crossed to the other side, and went and met with the lions. And they welcomed the, lion, the sheep lion back to the family. He realized, I'm like them. I've been running from them because I thought I was a sheep. I, I didn't know who I was. I, didn't, I never seen myself as who I really was and where I belonged. But now that I've seen who I am, now that I've seen who I am, I don't have to run from them. I'm like them. And it changed everything about him. When you see yourself in the light of God's word and what God says about you, you're no longer running from the devil. You're no longer permitting yourself to be defeated. You're no longer permitting yourself to be in a place that Christ Jesus paid a price for you to be free from. Now you rise up in authority resist the devil and he flees from you because you know who you are in Christ Jesus we used to not know what we looked like and we looked like God even when we didn't know we were created in the image and likeness of Him. we just didn't know it but now we know Now we know who and and the word of God gives you a picture of what you look like. God said let us make man in our image and in our likeness and then he blessed them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are the sons and daughters of the most high God. We are created in the image and likeness of God. We have the nature of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. As he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. Jesus said, the works that you seen me do, you shall do also. And greater works, because I go to be with my Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God. (laughs) For this reason, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's destroyed them over our lives. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who are we? Can I just tell you just a few things? Let me help you. Wasn't that story good? That's a, that's, a, that's a, the, the the no difference in the children of God created in the image and likeness of God and running, running, defeated, downcasted. But because they don't know, my people are destroyed because they don't know me. Because if they knew me, they know that they're like me. The Father amen once you once you realize I don't I don't have to be defeated I don't have to walk in confusion I don't have to be sick Jesus Christ paid a price for my healing amen I don't have to be broke another day of my life amen he's blessed me he who was rich became poor so that I may be rich Hallelujah! His blessing is at work on the inside of us. He gave us every every uh, uh, seed, Amen. Amen. And He's put His Spirit on the inside of us. Let me just say this: so most of the time, the reason we lose our identity is because we live in the natural realm we live in the natural realm but you must understand that we have a supernatural identity amen and we need to discover that identity from the scriptures nowhere else but the scriptures amen because as I told you earlier this is where we're going to get the actual picture of who we are so knowing our spiritual identity begins with the discovery of who we are in Christ can I just tell you a few things that we are in Christ can I just tell you okay let me give you some scriptures so that you can I know these are basic but don't ever let them go amen and these are just a few because uh um there the, the the apostle Paul has given us the greatest revelations of who we are who we are in Christ what we have in him amen in our place and our position so I encourage you to read the epistles. And so what does the Bible says? Who we are. I want to give you a few scriptures. Number one, I want to give you uh, 2 Corinthians 5.21. 2 Corinthians 5.21. And I'm just going to pull them up in my, in my Bible, and I'm just going to put them in the NLT translation. 2 Corinthians 5.21. Glory to God. Hallelujah. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering of our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. The Bible says he who knew no sin became sin for us so that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Are you in Christ Jesus? I want you to say this. I am the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus, say that again. I am the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus, say I am forgiven. All things have been made new. Righteousness is right standing. Amen. It's not righteousness is not something you do; it's who you are. Amen. Righteousness is not what you do; it's who you are, and you are the righteousness of God because of Christ Jesus. He took your messed up life and He gave you His right life, and He gave you right standing with Him. Amen. You are not a sinner no more. Get that. Rip that devilish mentality out of your life. If you've given your life to Christ Jesus, you are the righteousness of God. You are just. You are righteous. Amen. You're not a sinner. You were a sinner saved by grace. Now you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. See yourself as the righteousness of God. See yourself in right standing. You're a son and a daughter of the most high God. You're in a rightful place with your heavenly father because of the blood of Jesus. There, and in that place, there is no shame. There is no guilt. There is no condemnation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, what if you missed it? Repent quickly. The Bible says that if we sin and we confess our sin, if we repent of our sin, which is turn around and don't do it no more. The Bible says that he is faithful and just to not only forgive us, but to cleanse us from all acts of unrighteousness. That means he puts us right back into that place as if we've never sinned. So you stay in that place with God. I am in right standing, and the Bible says, "Come boldly to the throne of grace." Hallelujah! You're right standing because of the blood of Jesus gives you access to the throne of God. Don't come. Don't. There's no condemnation in those that are in Christ Jesus. If you feel condemnation, if you feel any guilt. if if, if for anything that you've done have you repented have you turned away from it then you resist the devil and and you begin to say in the name of Jesus I've been washed in the blood I've been forgiven I don't even know who that is anymore I've been set free there is no condemnation in those that are in Christ Jesus that walked after the spirit and not after the flesh I am free I am not a sinner. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, I have right standing with God. And in that place, there is no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Hallelujah. Don't ever. You see, the enemy wants to pull you back into condemnation, into guilt. He'll remind you of your past. And when he does, don't suddenly don't don't even open that door recognize it immediately and begin to laugh and say oh you that I don't even know who that is that person is dead do you want me to remind you of your future and watch him flee hallelujah he loves that you know you're you're renewing your mind and and he'll come right here oh now you think you're this Now you think you're clean. Oh, you think you're free. Oh, you're not free. You're really not free. And then you start digging. You start trying to get weird. There's still something. The devil lies to you. There's still something. There's still something in there, in there. That's in. There's nothing. I am free. The blood of Jesus has set me free. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet, there is nothing in here that has an attachment to my old. People nothing he'll try to lie to you he'll try to give you an emotion and a feeling and then immediately try you're gonna if you if you don't if you don't know your identity you'll start thinking oh i still have that problem because i was thinking you have no problem you were set free when jesus set you free you resist that lie of the devil and say i'm not that person anymore i don't care how i feel In the name, I can, I have authority over my feelings. And the moment I start feeling a certain way, especially if it's something of the past, I'm not going to sit there and think, oh, did did I really get set free? Did Jesus really say, I am free, you lying devil. I'm free. I'm free. This thing has no hold on me anymore. It's been broken in the name of Jesus. Don't then let yourself get back into slavery, into bondage, letting the devil tell you that you're not free, that there's, keep, there's nothing to dig inside of me because everything that you're going to find is the Spirit of God. Yeah, but what about that thought? Deal with your thoughts. Cast down every van imagination that, 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 that exalts itself against the Word of God. If something is telling you something contrary than what God says, you say in the name of Jesus, I command every negative thought to get out of my mind right now. And then you're going to fix your mind on whatever is true, whatever is lovely, and whatever is of a good report. And you're going to open your mouth and you're going to lay your own anointed hand upon your own head and begin to pray for yourself. And say, "Father, I thank you. I am free. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet, I got the mind of Christ. I have the spirit of God. I have the nature of God." You are anointed. Get your hand. Get your hand, put it on your chest. And say, "Free." receive it i'm free i'm free i'm free i'm free you're free you're free you're free free. you are free whom the sun sets free is free indeed that's just one thing i just told you about what the word of god says there's so much to be said about There's so much. Just thank the Lord right now for his freedom and his liberty. Thank the Lord for his freedom and his liberty. Thank you, Father. Worthy are you, Lord. Worthy. You've been forgiven. You've been forgiven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, that's why the apostle said, "Now that now that you've been set free, make sure you stay free. Don't let the enemy come back and try to bring you back into slavery." I am free. I am convinced. Thank you, Jesus. I've been redeemed. I've been uh, the Lord broke me out of darkness and set me free for Himself. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Whom the son sets free is free indeed. Can we just take a moment to thank him? I'm going to, I mean, I got to stop right there. I do. I do because glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me give you some more scriptures of who you are. Write them down and take them with you. Write them down and take them with you. 2 Corinthians 5.17. And personalize them for yourself. First John 5.18, I am born of God and the evil one does not touch me. First Corinthians 6.19, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I am not my own. Galatians 3.13 and verse 14, I am redeemed from the curse of sin, sickness, and poverty. Colossians 1.13, I am delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of God. First John 4, 4, I have the greater one living in me. Greater is he who is in me than he that is of this world. Colossians 2, 10, I am complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. I am complete. Say, I am complete. Isaiah 54, verse 14. And I, And just keep going. After 14, because it just gets so good. I am far above from oppression, and fear does not come near me. It says, you know, the scripture says, you shall be established yourself in righteousness. You establish yourself in righteousness when you, in in, in knowing who you are. Amen. It says, in righteousness and conformity with God's will and order. You shall be far from even the thought of oppression or destruction. You shall be far from even thinking that you could ever be oppressed, that you can be ever be destroyed. For you shall not fear and from terror, you shall not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near you. And then it says, behold, they may gather together and stir up strife, but it is not for me. Whoever stirs up strife against you shall fall and surrender to you. I mean, (laughs) glory to God. Then you can, 1 Corinthians 2.16. It says, I have the mind of Christ. Confess that. And then you you can't do anything apart from this. It's not just about confessing without getting in this word. Amen. You, this is what confessing means: agreeing with what God says about you. There is power in that. Amen. Philippians two five. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Then you can. Uh, uh, I'll give you Philippians four seven. I have the peace of God that passes all understanding. We need that more than ever before, and I believe that the church, this part of the body, is going to be a great wit- witness in 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 these times that we are in that we are not going to be moved amen that we're going to continue to walk in victory we're going to continue to increase we're going to continue to multiply we're going to c- continue to be uh, to produce amen uh, 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 the word of God in our lives to be witnesses that we serve the living God God will give us opportunities through what he we allow him to do in our lives to be witnesses and to let people know that we serve the living God Hallelujah. And then I'll leave you with this one in case you feel like you can't do anything. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. Is that good enough? Praise the Lord. I wanted to pray for the kids. Let's Let's pray.